Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. More tickets to give away, too. Not just the Jets tickets. More Hootie and the Blowfish tickets as well. They're coming to PNC Bank Arts Center on Friday, August 2nd. Also to Northwell Health at Jones Beach Theater on Thursday, September 5th. And ESPN New York has your chance to score tickets coming up later in the show. So stay tuned for that, and you can pick which venue you want to go to as well. It's all from Live Nation. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. All right, the calls are 800-919-3776. Just throughout a couple of, I know, wild scenarios, but just one to give you a couple of options if you're a Giants fan because you're seeing where the season is headed. And you got to feel like could major changes be coming? If you know, how does a coach survive like a two and fifteen, a three and fourteen? Like, can you survive that? So if not, and other coaches become available, Bill Belichick, there's a lot of talk that it could be over for him in New England. He's always been connected to the Giants. He's always loved the Giants. John Mara's always had an affinity for him. You make that move and see if Dable can land on his feet in Buffalo, where they they bring him back there with Josh Allen. How about Jim Harbaugh? Everything going on in Michigan. Again, it's all hypotheticals, but it's just things to think about. Let's go to Cam in Long Island. What's up, Cam? Dylan, thanks for taking my call. Um, I like the quarterback. I mean, I like um, Dable. The coach, he's fine with me. I was like, look, just continue to win the tank bowl, <laughs> get a quarterback, get a new locker room. That, that, that's, my, um, that's my feeling on it. And I like watching the quarterback just to think he's paying Daniel Jones $2.2 million to do the same thing. I'm cool with it. Okay. I mean, again, that's the one thing that you want to do is maybe just have some, instead of constant turnover, the continuity, believe in a guy that was coach of the year last year and just get through what you need to do, which is building, like just Eli Manning said this on a podcast. It's like build around these two guys, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, use the draft in other ways to just keep upgrading the talent around these guys. And it, that's a better way to do it than just constantly having upheaval, Bart. It's weird. You, watching the game last night, you kind of forget that probably Joe Mixon is the only guy left from that, the- kind, that kind of got paid and has been around for a long time. Remember, he was there way before yep. Joe Burrow was yep. there. Yep. They got rid of P. Ryan, but before that, remember, it used to be um, – Mixing and I forgot the Andy uh, Dalton. No, no, no. But I'm talking about the other running back. It was like oh, a, running back. Oh, G- Giovanni Bernard. Bernard, right? Yeah. Right. And like, I, is he's not still there? No, no. He's not even in NFL no more. Okay. He, so was he was there recently though. Bernard. He, he, it's not like he's. Yeah, yeah. He he might was, have been the last it was, year. It, it was him and Mixing. So he yeah. been, he left like two years ago. Okay. Right. And like, so now when you talk about just go forward with Saquon Barkley, I don't see too many guys going with aging quarter or aging running, running backs. backs. Right. But we, what's we Mixon making with, compared to? No, right. Mixon got paid decent bread. Decent bread, but you know they, but, he's, he's you know, not at like, the level. Like, Saquon, you heard that quote. No, this is one thing about like the the Bengals organization. They won't give you a raise, but they won't fire you either. Chad Johnson realized that as well. Okay, when he, when he when they paid him and he he thought he outperformed his contract. They if they sign you to a contract in Cincinnati, they they honor that contract mm-hmm. and they won't fire you. That's a good thing, but they won't give you a promotion. Either. Right, right, right. I, and I, got I just it. don't see Saquon after everything that we saw this year them doubling down on Saquon to kind of have that holy trinity of three great guys at every level, receiver, quarterback, um, line with, with, with Andrew, Andrew Thomas, and then Saquon, the fourth layer, like having an impact player every layer. I just don't see them doing that because Saquon – But wouldn't you say that that's reason, how you tie up your most important pieces? Quarterback, running back, left tackle, no, they, they and then everything that. else you just fill in. 
No, nope. man. Just look how many. Listen, when I first got in the league, Jamal Lewis had helped win a Super Bowl. He ran for 2,000 yards. And when he wanted money, they said, thank you. Listen, this man ran for 2,000 yards, and he was a rookie when they won the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and he was a big part of it. As soon as he came up for contract, they said, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and trade for Willis McGahee, and I'm going to go ahead and let you go to Cleveland. Like, we can find somebody that does what you do, but... And they did. Yeah. And they went from Willis McGahee when they gave Willis McGahee a little money. I was like, you know what, Willis? Mm, yeah. Go ahead and go to Ray Rice. And when Ray Rice there, mm, yeah. let me go somewhere. And now, now they're in the same situation with J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. yeah. Look at this guy, uh, Keaton Mitchell, that's doing his thing, and he's an undrafted free agent right. like his dad, who I played with as a teammate. It's It's scary when you do that. Like, when you start realizing that... What you do, I, I, can, I can find that. That's dime a dozen, yeah, like, and that's the like, problem. Like Let's go to Eric in Manhattan. What's up, Eric? What's going on, guys? Um, real quick, Gio Bernard was left in Tampa Bay like a year or two ago. He was playing with He was somewhere. Yeah, he was somewhere. Yeah, he hasn't been gone yeah. for a while. So, Thank you. So the thoughts that I have, if I were a Giants fan, I'm a Jets fan. If I were a Giants fan, I would want to stick with Dable because – I think the potential for longevity is there. All right, if you go into if you go into a situation with Belichick, you know that he's closer to the end than he is the beginning or even fair. the middle. Seventy-two years old. Very fair. Yeah, it's true. And then from what we've seen with Harbaugh, from his time at Stanford to San Francisco and even in Michigan now, he seems to have a shelf life with wherever he goes. He starts to just. Rub people the wrong way. Things just tend to but he, seem but he, to happen. But, but he always wins. He wins, though. But he always but you're wins. Right. No, no, but but Eric's, Eric's right because he's a lot like Larry Brown, next town Brown. Yeah. Like Larry Brown would get a job, and within the first like half a season or so when everything's going great, then all of a sudden he's already looking for the next job. Like he's just, just – Harbaugh, right. Harbaugh has that ab- about well, him. Until he got to the Pistons. Well, yeah, okay. But still, like Har- Harbaugh could have that about him, but – you got to see. I, but look, Eric, thanks for the call. It, 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 this, there is something to be said about stability. And the Giants haven't had that at, that at the coaching position. So that's why I posed the question. Because most fans, I've seen a lot of fans that just, they're, they're tired of Dayball. So, they want to move, like, get rid of this guy. First of all, that's absurd that they tired of Dayball. Dude just took you to the playoffs with the team. I understand. But you, have you seen some of the reactions from Giants fans? They want to put it all on him. Like, yeah, it's his fault. These people don't know what the hell they talk about. All right. Well, Chuck in Albany. Chuck. Chuck. Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Like, look, uh, I, I just want to ask you guys if you know. I want to see if you guys have been seeing the same thing I had. I, I don't. I'm not ready to punt on Dables, right? But I mean, he, he looks unprepared to me. You know that loss that the, we like. So the team that we had that first week against the Cowboys, we had a complete team. Everybody yeah. was there, and there was some potentials. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to, to me, they off. just he, everyone yeah. looked shell-shocked to me. Mm-hmm. Like, he looked shell-shocked. He wasn't that involved. He was more involved last year. He won the coach of the year. But still, like, we need to, you know, they need to have a conversation as to, like, what's going on in the coaching room as well? You know? I mean, People are saying also... Yeah, go that, ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, that, and that's what I think has been the concern, is that before all the injuries kicked in, that, that Cowboys game had everybody shocked. Because you right. just didn't see that last year with the Giants. And... To see them, they weren't even on the same field as Dallas. Not even close. And then in the other game against Dallas, once again, not even in the same realm as them. Now, now right. with like your third string undrafted quarterback, I mean, Tommy there's some, D. yeah, I mean, after a while, you're like, all right, what you're looking yeah, at is you, you know, can't put on the coach, but getting there, yeah, a lot of people are. 
you know, what's funny is, you know, a lot, I've heard a lot of commentators say, well, you know, we should take the season just because, you know, we, you know, we need a first, first round, second round, we can get a quarterback. But, you know, in my opinion, based off of what I've been seeing, it doesn't matter who you have under center right now. If, if, if you have that, that culture where everyone is shell-shocked, it doesn't matter who you have under center. That's just me. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Chuck. See, I told you, Bart. Like, there, there's, there's still people that are questioning Dable and whether or not, like, he's the guy that you commit to long term. Did he have an easy schedule last year? Catch lightning in the bottle? Oh, like, yeah. you know, it's amazing how we tend to change the narrative from year to year about somebody. Where last year the declaration was the Giants found themselves the coach. Right. Finally, right after after Tom Coughlin left, or they forced him out. You know, they went through a couple of coaches who did not look like they were really the part. You know, modicum of success, and then in the next year after that, all the wheels fell off. And then, unfortunately, he looked like the the guy, and then what happened the next year? The wheels fall off again. And so that's the concern. So, as I said, where the Giants are right now with a whole season still, like, you know, more than a a quarter of the season left to play and a bye week. Yeah. Like, what their record looks like at the end of this could make you start scratching your head going, wait a second. What are you really – you know, could he survive a three-win season? Yeah, I mean, that's tough when you talk about – when you fall off, you don't want to fall off that big. No. You know, oh, you, you don't want no. to find – you can't fall off to, like, three wins. Can't afford that. Yeah, because what happens is you always have to have that uncomfortable conversation, right? Because you talk about a young quarterback, you, you got somebody that can pick the quarterback for their system. They're going to pick a quarterback for their system, and then if you don't have that coach, then – you don't have that system. If yep. you don't have that system, that means that And then if you draft a young quarterback, he's going right. through the changes again. We look at exhibit uh A, you look at Justin Fields. Two coaches, two regimes that's not tied to him now. They don't know what to do with him. Yep. They really didn't want him. They talked about him last year, like, hey, you know, it was good that he ran with his legs over a thousand yards as a quarterback, but we need to see what he can do with the pocket. Mm-hmm. And now one year later, you can tell and we all know that they're going to be moving on because they're going to have two top five picks. Mm-hmm. And Justin Fields is going to be stuck somewhere playing for his third system and third general manager. In three years. And what team is it going to be that's going to look at him and see opportunity? They, 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 I can coach they, him up. They smart there. be the Atlanta Falcons. But who knows if Arthur Smith's going to stay. He might just say, I'm going to play with my daddy's money. Isn't it amazing? A guy, uh, think about Arthur Smith, who last year, just like Dable, like last year it looked like this guy's brilliant, like great offensive mind, like what he was doing now with he's them. he's not even playing B. John Robinson. And he didn't even start. He, it, like he got four carries last year, and then they went and spent a high pick on Kyle Pitts. And he don't even play. They don't even give him the ball. What are we doing? It's so bizarre. Before we get back to the calls, so Eli Manning, okay, he was on the Marshan and uh, Oren pod. Marshan got a pod? Everybody does, man. I've never seen Marshan. What do he look like? Andrew? Yeah. You know, he used to be a beat writer. He, he probably, like? he might have interviewed you once when he was with the Post. That's what the hate comes from? You think there's hate? Does he have hate for you? I don't know. I, 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 I don't think, well, first of all. What does Marshan look like? What does my what does Marshan look like? He looks is that like, better. He looks like a person. I, I, what do you want to describe him as? He's just the guy. I mean, like it's almost like he's like the Wizard of Oz. Like when you pull the man him, behind the curtain. Yeah, when you pull it behind the curtain, he's like man. The funny thing is, the way is like Richard Pryor. What this he, the man that's making all these? He, here's the funny thing though. He he was a beat writer, hmm. and then he was like a, a a general writer for like the Post. So now he's and Rick and I used to have him on as a weekly, on our show middays. Like think about that. He would come on like all the time and with now, us. And now he treats you like animal. No, I don't think he even knows how to spell my name. That's the problem, <laughs> which back, is which is better. I tell you what, no news is good news. Back then, don't don't want me. Don't need don't need I'm the attention. Hot, all on me. Don't need the attention. It's okay. I ride coattails. That's what I do. 
Mm. I just I, I latch on to whoever and just ride the coattails. Me. How's it working out? Well, anyways, here's Eli Manning and what he had to say in regards to the Giants and making crazy changes. Last year, they made a decision. They saw Daniel Jones. They're around him. They had him for a year, and they trusted that he is a kid that has a bunch of upside. He's still, in the first year of the offense, played extremely well. He can run. He's tough. He can make the throws. Unfortunately, this was a tough year, you know, with injuries, with this, the way it, the way it went. And so I think you still got to trust your quarterback. He's going to come back. He's going to be healthy. He works hard. He's a great teammate. He does all the intangibles things really, really well. And I think they, you know, got to trust him can put some guys get help around them and continue to grow with these teams i think when you sign your key guys to contracts saquon dexter lawrence daniel you know sign a waller like you put these guys you keep got to adding guys around them and, and fitting it you know you don't just say hey switch it up right away because you have one bad year do you, do you agree with eli there like again it's more about the stability continuity you've got guys that you know can play you had success with them last year don't just blow it up just build better around the pieces that you know you've had success with, which is Barkley, Jones. One, one, one thing we have to say yeah. is that Eli was a teammate of Daniel Jones. Some would say a mentor. So he's speaking from that perspective. Okay. The business perspective, right? You don't build behind something that was broken this year because you can build around it. But it wasn't still- broken last year, though. What's yeah, the difference? The competition. Last year, how did they do against the Dallas Cowboys? Last year, how did they do against the Philadelphia Eagles? So those They weren't on the same field with the Eagles. I know that. So those teams are getting better even when you're good or thought you were good. Mm -hmm. You beat up on bad teams. So no matter what, you first have to build your team to beat your win your division. Okay. If you have two teams that are clear and far above you in a division, then it might be time to kind of reset and try and build a team with young players in depth and reset the clock you're trying to you're trying to have a successful arranged marriage when you guys didn't go through falling in love naturally right <laughs> he was coming here and it was like hey there's my son here's my daughter mm-hmm. uh give me two goats and a and a and, 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 and two acres dowry yeah and give me two goats and, and, and two acres and you can and you can marry her you welcome to the family <laughs> don't work that way either right and you you have to you know you're talking about no matter what you say, like Dayball and Shane has in, inherited this roster. Yeah, a lot of these guys, but they, they paid them though. They didn't have to. Yeah, you have to. Why? How can you not pay a quarterback that you didn't pick up his option that took you to the playoffs and won a playoff game and you haven't won a playoff game in a million years? That was you could have franchise tagged no, him. No, no, no. That was public pressure. You could have franchise nah, tagged uh, him. You uh, had two uh, times uh, to do it. It was it, you could have done that. It was too much public pressure. What? Because people were filling Daniel Jones and saying, "Hey, look what he did. Look what he did." And well, he said, "You don't ever respond to public public pressure when it comes to making business if, decisions." If that's the case, then why don't the Giants just make sure that they ensure that they don't win another damn game? They should have got rid of people, right? But that's not good for business because that's because they hear what the people say. You remember when we had uh, who was it, Renan on? He said that's not how Tish. Operates no uh, matter how Mara. Mara Mara takes every loss right. personal. Right, yes. exactly. So, yeah. so what is that telling you mm-hmm. that they operate through emotion? Okay, they yeah. Some some owners operate through emotion. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We got more reaction to the scenarios we threw out there. So, Mike and Trenton, your turn. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I just want to talk about a few things. What Eli said and Little Kuiper about Daniel Jones. I like Daniel Jones, too, in the right environment, 
Like, if he was in the Dallas Cowboys or the 49ers, he might, in the right situation, he might take them to the NFC Championship game. But our Giants roster, is, is it's too bad. Of a, they didn't do a great job of building around him, and he can't elevate a bad roster. So my figuration, get a quarterback like Drake May or Caleb Williams, maybe mm-hmm. they could elevate in a bad roster while you're rebuilding. And okay, sorry. So you're is, looking I really at that. Want one. Marvin Harrison. I really want Marvin Harrison. You guys got me. Hello. Yeah, but you can't. You can't do both though. Okay. You can't get the quarterback and the wide receiver in the draft because you only have the one. I pick. know that. That's that's the terrible part. And you're not going but into free I agency think, to get a quarterback. That's not going to happen. You can go into free agency and get a receiver. Right. How about Gabe Davis, well, a guy who knows his system and went for 200 and some yards against Kansas City? Yeah, that's you've been bringing up the Gabe Davis name a, a several question, times. One more question. Part, and you guys can let me go. Or how if about Stephon Diggs? Keep, uh, if, they, if they keep Daniel Jones and draft uh, Mar- Marvin Harrison Jr., uh-huh. how do you think he'll be in that offense with this uh, dysfunctional offense? I don't think he'll do that great. How's the offense dysfunctional? I know he's generation just, talent, but... No, hold on, hold on. You, you, believe, you believe in the center. You believe in the left tackle. So you understand you have free agency. You're going to get a lot of money off the books because of Leonard Williams not being there. Mm-hmm. You got other guys that's coming off the books. Then you have an opportunity with your with your uh, salary cap to be able to go get a guard, somebody in free agency. But also you got opportunity because you have two second-round draft picks, which means you probably, if you're number two, that means you got number 33. So that means you can take both twos and move back into the first round and go identify and grab a, a tackle. Tackle. So now, so guard. now, so now you don't have a dysfunctional squad. Mm. I mean, if I have yeah, to, I'll, right. I'll move. I'll move Evan Neal into guard if he can't figure it out. But I'll draft the best tackle that's out there and then go out in free agency and get one. So now you got uh, all pro at left tackle. You go get you a guard in free agency, and then you got a center that you believe in. And then if Evan Neal can't play when you draft a, another. Um, uh, tackle or guard that's going to slip because so many uh, quarterbacks in this draft that's going to slip. A good one's going to slip to 33rd, which is pretty much a first-round yeah, draft. A lot on Joe Shane to be as agile as possible when it comes to April in the draft. Thank you, Mike, for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, and if somebody wants to move up, say somebody you know you're not getting a quarterback, yeah, you need you're to sitting be... at number two, you just switch for number three, get yep. their second-round draft go. pick, which is basically like having three ones. Yeah. And then you just moved on one spot, and you take Marvin Harrison anyway. That's that, that. That's the stuff that again, Joe Shane. You know, we take a lot of that for granted, but that's just all being prepared, having the people that you know you can call, being on top of it. It's it goes back to you know the Tyrese Halliburton being aware that he's available, yeah. right? As I, as I make the the NBA reference, but it's just it's the all that stuff is important. I call it a, it's agility, which for a general manager is one of your best skills, the ability to react to something that happens unexpectedly. That is, to me, not just an athletic move. It is also something that great front offices are able to do. Wait, this scenario became available to us? We've got 30 seconds to figure out how we can get this so that one of our rivals doesn't. You know, it's as simple, certainly, as that. And they also can get and so somebody. so can Joe Shane do that? That's they, the question. They can also get somebody like, you know, like what the – they weren't believing in Carson Wentz, and they drafted Jalen Hurts. Yeah. So why don't you go get a guy like Bo Nix in the second round and you can finally suck for a duck and use one of those second-round picks on a quarterback that's probably going to slip out of the first round. Yeah, and then there's the other way to go with it as well. All right, 800-919-3776. A lot of people certainly do want to sound off on this. You'll get that opportunity. And also coming up, we have audio files later on. We'll play Bart versus. 
We got lunch money to make you some money. We got lots going on here. But first, Bart, tell me about BetMGM. Yep, BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resort properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM and Game Sense reminds you to play responsibly and offers resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for T's and C's. Must be 21 years or older to wager and physically present in New, Jer- in New York only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, help is available. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Sunday's game for the Bills with all that they've been going through is a must win. But what about the Jets? Early this morning on DPH or on Rothenberg, the guys debated whether or not Sunday's game for the Jets is a must win. If you lose this game to the Bills, pack up the truck, pack up the cars. This season is over. Do you agree with that? I think I agree with that. How do you, how do you get up from this? Well, uh, dude, because everything just keeps falling into, like, yeah, there are things that continue to but happen. But you still need to win games. Yes, I understand that. <laughs> you need to score touchdowns. I get it. But along the way here, there are things that are happening that have been beneficial to the Jets and keep giving them life. Like, they're, uh, seriously, like, I mean, the fact no, you're, that Sean Watson's wrong, out for the but, rest of the season is, that's a big deal. But you still need to win games. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.
Yeah, it's a football Friday on 9870 ESPN. It's brought to you by Bet365, whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. All right, we have your calls ready to go at 800-919-3776. We'll keep them stacked, racked, and, and ready to go, of course. Tickets to give away in the 2 o'clock hour. Jets game. Hootie and the Blowfish. Uzi Vert. I mean, well, like Bart. Let's just say, it, not even the holiday season yaddy, just yaddy, yet. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Like, it's not holiday season yet, right? It's pretty much, man. No, people it isn't. To, people start to put up the Christmas trees. It's almost trees. next week. People, people, next week. People like to think that it really starts after, thanks, after Halloween. No, I don't think that. Because we have to have fall, autumn. It's beautiful. Like, you want to enjoy that. Nothing worse than have to pick all them down wet leaves up from your yard, but okay. Oh, we'll have some. Yeah, it's supposed to rain tomorrow. But walking through the, the Central Park like I do beautiful each day, day, I'm starting to take, like, pictures. Like, yeah. I'm becoming that guy. Ah. I stop and take because it's gorgeous. It's in the dogwoods. It's the, one of my favorite parts of the day, the walking through leaves. Central Park. It's gorgeous. Anyways, um, Mariah Carey, we can't start playing her till at least next week. Mariah Carey probably about to have a concert today. I'm saying that's, you know, starts, the song. She, but she starts early. The song. Yeah, yeah. That can't be played until next week. Like, what would we, what would we say? Jacob, is Wednesday the earliest All I Want for Christmas is You is allowed to be played? Honestly, it could be Christmas Day, and I do not even want to hear it. You hate that song? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, come on. That's the song. I mean, this if there's a song... So like, uh, no, 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 no. See, 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 black, black, black folks have a different song. What's your song? No, it's black folks. It's not mine. I don't own it. It's black people. Okay, what's that song? Donny Hathaway. Oh yeah, that's the black people yeah. song, son. And, 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 then, and then second, second one, and the second one might be the Temptations. Well, that's yeah. That was almost like haunting. And it's Christmas. We'll, <laughs> we'll be a very yeah. fit. See, that's what. Then Nat King Cole comes in there. Remember, we, remember, we did. Remember, we did this, right? Yeah. Oh no, no we've done. We this. did the power ranking tournament, and we're gonna do it again. Yeah. We did our power ranking songs thing. Yeah, we've we done did. all this stuff already. We did the the the, the Thanksgiving. These are the cliche radio things that happen. You ready? Holidays. The special de- the, their favorite dessert of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Power ranking desserts, and then what's the argument we get into? Remember, it was you, me, Keyshawn, J. Will? Yeah. What did we get into? Did we get into pie? Sweet potato pie. Right. We did that whole thing. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie, oh, which never you, heard, you never guys, heard of it. you guys all act like you've never, never had it before. I've never had it. Liars. All I've of never you. had it. I've never seen. Everybody's all, had pumpkin I, pie. I, I've never had it. I've had sweet potato pie. Listen, I, just, I, I understand I, you've had sweet potato pie. I, I just, we get this. This I, is the cultural divide that we always deal with. Yeah, it's like it's not music. It's like we, it's sweet potato pie and pumpkin pie. Yeah, it's like we, that's what divides us, really. The races, yeah. that's what divides us. It's like we go collard greens, y'all go sweet uh, green bean casserole, which is I mean not. Yeah, I've never it's had the way you be- cook. I, them. I've never had green bean casserole. It's so good. Not better, not not better than greens, with ham hawks. I don't know about that. <sighs> Can't get me turkey. on there. No, oh, no, that's not nah. hot sauce. Yeah. Oh, that Jake is telling me I'm missing out. Cook, 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 cooked in chicken broth. There's certain things that I'm more okay chicken, to miss chicken, out on. Chicken bouillon. I'm not big on the whole Thanksgiving dinner anyway to begin, begin with. I Man. stick to like three things and I'm done. Dressing with sage sausage with gravy. Yeah. 
with that thin slice. Listen, we don't do that old bougie stuff that all these people go, oh, let's go get some cranberry sauce from Whole Foods. It's got real cranberries in it. Hell no. I no, want you, that stuff you want to look like, like, look like it came like, out of the can? I want, look, it, I want to see the lines. <laughs> Listen, the lines on the cans is so you can slice it That's appropriately. Exactly. So you know where to exactly, slice it. Exactly. Yes. Keep all it right. nice and see, thin. We I, agree. Listen, I cut my cranberry sauce like Italians cut their garlic with the razor blade <laughs> for, 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 the, for the tomato sauce. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Nice and thin, baby. You got to be able to see through it. And I see? put it on top of my, my see, gravy. We're not that much. We're not that far apart. But it's not that much difference between pumpkin pie and sweet potato no, pie. No, just not. Black people don't eat it. But it doesn't mean I think, you, it doesn't mean it's bad. Like you guys, it's the funny thing. I, I think if, Jay if, Will. I think Jay Will said that he liked pumpkin pie, and I, and I looked at him like, "Yo, yeah." And then he right. changed his answer. No, no, that's like that's right. You did go to Duke. Oh wow, he went there. Yeah, I just think it's funny that you can criticize pumpkin pie, but if I criticize sweet potato pie, I'm a racist. No, no, that no. you and Keyshawn gave me that look, and you know that look. Listen, yams, 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 and stuff like that come from Africa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I got I got to eat my I got to eat my native food. Yeah, but I mean, if just because I don't like something doesn't mean first of all, oh, you that guy? Like, first, what about that guy? First of all, I've never tell seen, us how you really feel. I've never seen a pumpkin orange on the inside. No, we've done this. So how the hell is this. pumpkin pie? Because it's red dye, red dye eighty. Yes, yeah, see, see, we're not doing that. We gonna eat natural. Wait, orange. we're not doing that. But ham hocks with oh ham hocks. <laughs> that's still honest. that's still the pig, baby. Okay, we're gonna go there. That's still the pig. All right. Well, those conversations and more, you know we're coming next week. Get ready for it. On all your favorite shows, it's not just exclusive to us. This is a cliche thing we do in radio. It's fun. We all get into it. So all that's coming. And then, of course, so will be Mariah Carey. Because now that I know that Bart doesn't like it, and especially that Jacob doesn't like it, Mariah, we're playing Mariah. Mariah it's my can, strong Mar- island Mar- system. Mar- Mariah can be a little annoying at times. If you she go over the top with the Christmas stuff, and it comes off really annoying. At That's times. all right. I mean, you do that. We got to bounce back with the girl is mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or we that gonna, is the worst song. Or we gonna play Michael. But you're not playing Mama Say Mama Sa Mama Kusa. What's it? <laughs> exactly. Well, right now, this is what we're going to do. We're going to step aside and let the headline makers do the talk in the segment we like to call Audio Files. The Audio File. So, Lamar Jackson, how's that ankle feel? I'm good. We, we need to start talking about this ankle. I'm good. You see, I just walked up here. I'm good. We ain't going to talk nothing to existence, you know, speak nothing to existence. I'm good. Yeah, that part's good, but Mark Andrews, uh, his ankle, not good. He's going to be out for the season, as John Harbaugh said, after last night's 34-20 to win. A win, though, that felt like they had they suffered a big loss. Has a very serious ankle injury. It looks like a season-ending injury. Our prayers will be with Mark. Nobody cares more about the team and being there for the guys than Mark Andrews. So this is going to be hard for him, but we're going to be there for him all the way. And as we said at the top of the show, you see the carnage from last night. Look at the AFC. Those are critical injuries to two contending teams. The Joe Burrow injury, when I said critical injuries, Joe Burrow, you saw it if you watched the game last night. The whole controversy about showing a, a, a wrap on his wrist before the game. The league's, by the way, investigating this because the Browns pulled down the video, did not disclose the injury, so there's some issues there already. He played a little bit, looked fine, then all of a sudden landed on the hand and then had some problems with this wrist to a point where he couldn't even throw the football. And if you hear Zach Taylor and what he had to say about this, there's big concern. It looked like he sprained his wrist. So fell on it early in the game and then felt it on the touchdown pass. Have you heard it at all before tonight? Not that I'm aware of. Do you think he can come back, come back this year? I, I have no idea. 
I have no idea. He didn't hurt at practice. Not that I'm aware of, but he, not showed, up, but he showed up with a, bra- yeah, a but brace. He had a brace on, though. So when if you're the head coach and you see your starting quarterback because the mm-hmm. head coach sits at, up front and then the quarterback comes on and the players file in behind, like usually the general managers and the coaches, you mean to tell me he ain't say, hey, what's wrong with, what's wrong yeah. with, what's wrong with his, um, his, his wrist? Why he got that on his wrist? Yeah, that, that part definitely very, very interesting. Uh, another story going on is the Jets play the Bills this weekend is – What's happening within the Bills organization? Are they having more problems with Steph Diggs and his, you know, you know, he gets like this where he starts to rant and rave and complain. Force his way out. And his brother, as you mentioned, went to Twitter and said that 14 needs to get out of there and that Josh Allen wasn't anything until that his brother got there and all that stuff. And so, of course, Diggs had to answer to what his brother was tweeting and he said exactly, Bart, what you said he would say. If it was another fan or anybody else that commented on the game, y'all wouldn't have said that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just happened to be that it's my brother. But for me, I'm like, all right, you asking me how my brother feels. You know what I'm saying? You got to ask my brother how he feels about it. But for me, more so, I want to put more emphasis on when you put me in a space of answering questions as to how somebody else feels, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, uh, the snowball effect of people having comments or, like, uh, I think somebody did an interview about how my brother feels and, that's my family. You know what I'm saying? I go to bat for my family 100%. I can't ask the questions as to why he feels about this, that, and the third in the game. You know what I'm saying? I haven't had that personal conversation with him. My brother's uh, watching football right now. He's not playing too much. So, obviously, he's coming from more of a fan perspective. But that is my family. So, I handle my family with the utmost respect. And I always hope that people treat it that way. So, when people speak of my family, have a level of integrity as well. Because I feel like if it was another family member or it was somebody else, you know, obviously, people kind of handle things however they want. But... Uh, tread lightly when you're talking about my family. You know? See so, hey, so how we went defensive? Be careful how you're talking about my family. Hang on a second. Nobody's attacking your we're, brother. We're, we're commenting on what he said. We're saying that he's suggesting something. And when a family member says something, Bard, isn't there a confessional with when it comes to family and athletes, especially after a game, that you tend to like reveal a lot more to family yeah. members than you yeah. would anybody else about how you really feel? Your family knows what's really going on, who you rock with, who you don't rock with, what's going on. So stop it. And the fact that he's a fellow NFL player, he can understand a lot better the nuance and what goes into plays and the daily life. You also think he also knows that if I tweet this, it's going to have some – it's going to resonate. Yeah. he Listen, it's not – one of the tweets came a day after the other one. Right. So, listen, don't tell me that – your brother tweets something about you and it don't get back to you that he tweeted it. So if you wanted him to stop it, you would have came to him and told him, hey, man, hey, man, chill out. I don't need that type of heat. Uh-huh. But you allow him to double down and say something even worse, which the second day was worse than the first day. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. hey, yeah, he wasn't dude, wasn't nothing until, until, until 14 got there. That's, that's basically saying that, yo, you, you made Josh Allen. Well, for the most part, most receivers make quarterbacks. Right? Uh, did not Jerry Rice make Joe Montana and vice versa? Right. Well, you also think about like like when when AJ yeah. Brown got to got to Philadelphia, that really yeah, unlocked Terrell, things, Ter- right? Terrell Owens and yep. Donovan McNabb. Like, stop it, man! But let's not act like he was catching balls from uh, from uh, Johnny Manziel and like making Johnny Manziel look great. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is a pretty damn good quarterback. Guess what? He's also been throwing to a guy that replaced you since you left, and he's and that guy and that guy's outplaying you, right? 
Well, speaking of wide receivers, on the other side of this uh, the Bills-Jets game, of course, there's the Jets. Two teams that desperately need a win. Desperately. This game has a lot riding on it. And as we know already, the Bills moved on from their offensive coordinator. They've said they made a change there already. We'll see what kind of impact that has. But for the Jets, no major changes other than Michael Carter moving on. And you saw he had something to say, Bart, right, about things going on with the Jet organization that he didn't really want to get into. But he uh, – sure. Yeah, that was very bizarre not, not, where not, he went. He don't want to mess up his free agency. But one thing to keep an eye on, if you remember last week, Garrett Wilson hurt his elbow. And then they made him throw with that hurt elbow. That didn't look good. And Robert Sala was asked today if Garrett is ready to go for Sunday. Optimistic. No, I, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll see. I, honestly, I, I, I'm not going to speak for him or the docs, but um, uh, there's a couple hurdles he has to clear. Optimistic. Well, Man, well, dude's questionable. He's not doubtful. It's nothing to really up, upgrade from. Nothing too worried about? Questionable. I'm not worried about questionable. If he got to put an elbow brace on, he has to put something on there, he'll be fine. Um, he understands how important this game is. It's all hands on deck right here. That's why they made the – you know, tough decision to move on from Michael Carter to try and get a spark by, you know, Izzy Abadaconda to see if they can get some some more, you know, live legs trying to get some, you know, just trying to get him in the scene. All right. Want to do a little baseball? Let's do a little baseball. All right. As we continue with audio files, Brian Cashman did his annual uh, – it's – and I wish I had it right in front of me, but, of course, again, as I'm working here, it's very slow – but but he, he does a thing for charity where he sleeps outside. It's just time again in Times Square. It's to raise awareness for homelessness and everything else. But while he was doing that, he was asked about the controversy that he sparked up with his comments about Giancarlo Stanton and how, well, we'd like him to be healthy, but we know he's going to get hurt again because he always gets hurt. And his agent took that very personally and fired back. So Cash said he was very surprised by the reaction to what he said. I was surprised how it got twisted and turned and played out or what have you. I Like I said what I said, and you know, but I value Giancarlo Stanton as a player without a doubt. You know, he's one of the big drivers of when we do win. He's one of the few players you bring to New York that hasn't backed down, that handled himself in a professional manner, you know, through thick and thin. Surprise? Man, is it Deion Sanders? That quick backpedaling? You think so? Yeah, man. But listen, D- listen, John Carlo didn't. didn't he, he had to know that. what he was saying there, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, John Carlo. But once it's said, it's hard to unsay because usually when you say your the first thought is usually your real feelings. So. Usually is yes. Okay. Well, either way, he's got to get the business. And the one thing that I think people are waiting for is to see what will they do whether it's trade or free agency, that can help get this franchise on track, fill some holes, and also just get people to think, okay, they're the Yankees again, right? Well, one of those names to watch is Juan Soto. And Jeff Passan was on the K-Show. And he made it pretty clear that Soto is definitely going to be available. The interesting part of this is when we look at their payroll, they're $191 million estimated right now with arbitration salaries. And they've lost almost 700 innings of pitching in free agency. 
Filling 700 innings is going to take a large chunk of change. And with Manny Machado, Xander Bogart, Fernando Tatis Jr., El Musgrove, and Hugh Darvish, all the full no trade clauses, with Jake Cronenworth's contract relatively unmovable and without a whole lot on the books otherwise that they can get rid of, logically what it says to you is that Juan Soto has to go. If you want to payroll at $200 million, as the Padres would like to do for next season, Juan Soto simply can't be a part of it. And that is why Yankee fans should be excited because I think they've got a really good chance of going out and getting him. And that would be a huge addition, obviously, lefty bat and everything else. But, you know, certainly something to watch. But you still got to close the deal. You know, we've always we've had these moments where you thought, you know, they are they going to they gonna land this player? Are they going to be able to do this? And you still got to close the deal. So that's something certainly can to watch there. I, can I ask you this? Like, is it still a, that allure? You know how we talk about, you know, Madison Square Garden being the Mecca is is different. Uh-huh. Is it still an allure like a like Yankee uh, Stadium? Yeah, special about playing for the Yankees organization. That's a great question. You know, I I, I still so think there's play, does free agents and players care. I still think there's something. There's a specialness to playing in New York, playing for the Yankees well, wearing well, the well, pinstripes. We're young players. But it's a I think it's a fair question. I, I don't know if it has if it carries that same weight. That it once did, and you'd have to ask. But there are guys who have come but, here. I mean, again, there are there are guys who have come here and said this is a dream come true. So, but, but not I, all, not everybody wants to deal with what you right. have to deal with in New York. And the money thing doesn't exist anymore. Where well, you make more money, so you go there. That that's not true. You can make a ton of money playing in Tampa. And I would I would say that the majority of players in the league right now don't remember a time when the Yankees was a dominant world champion. Yeah, well, it's only been the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, think, remember, they've still been to ALCS and everything but, 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 else. But just think, let's go 13 years. And well, without let, a championship. And, and, and let's take young players and subtract 13 years on how old they are. They were 12, 13 yeah. years old. That's a question. That's an interesting. It will be like a poll question when they do the player poll, but just to ask them. is like, you know, are the Yankees, like, where would you rank them among franchises you'd love to play for? All right, that's Audio Files. 800-919-3776. We'll get back to your calls. Uh, lunch money in the 2 o'clock hour. Bart versus in the 2 o'clock hour. A lot of can't wait. Got a busy weekend coming up. Got to go also through this Jets-Bills matchup. And uh, Bart's going to point out to us how the Jets win this game, despite the fact that that offense has been on the struggle bus. Stay with us, Barton Hot, 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. 
Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Are we allowed we to listen to Will Smith since he's smacking people? What's that? Are we still allowed to listen to uh, Will Smith since he's smacking people? Well, I don't know. I, I, you got to tell me. What are, what are the people saying about Will Smith these days now? Like, is it. I mean, well, especially with she, she's been out there just. Yeah, she said tripping. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a tough look. He looking like he a mess. Like, that's why I say be careful who you follow. These people that you'd be thinking are your heroes, man. You know, me knowing these, you know these people as characters. As characters. And actors. You don't yeah. know them as real people. That's not who they re- – like, they, that's not their real selves. Right, right. That's not you just like the characters they play. Yeah, and don't tell me who they are when you see them. Like on, Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah. You see him in a movie, it's like he's always a likable guy. But in real life, apparently he's not. <laughs> I hear Bill Murray was like they the people from SNL talking Bill about Murray? Bill Murray talking about he's the biggest. Jerk. Well, him and Chevy Chase had a terrible uh, rivalry, real yeah. bad. Like, oh, like trying to um, always like one up the other or, or get the other one off his uh, off his game. Like just yeah. that bad. That's a crazy story. Little Uzi Vert coming to Barclays Center on Monday. You want to go to the show? Keep it locked in here in the two o'clock hour as we give away a bunch of different tickets, including Jets and Hootie and the Blowfish as well. You can get you some Lil Uzi Vert tickets. So it's all from Live Nation. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. 800-919-3776 is the number. Gary in New Jersey. What's up, Gary? Actually, it's Barry. All right, Barry. <laughs> yeah, I called you guys on Wednesday, did the whole Barksterdamas stuff. Yes. Uh, so let me talk to you. I know I ripped it off from Eli Drake or L.A. Knight, whatever his name is now. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you guys are all over the place today. I'm howling, but you two are in there singing like the Imperial Guard from the Wicked Witch. Oh, oh. Yep. Oh. He was and doing Alan, the uh, whatever you. he was doing there. Whatever yeah, song Alan, was I'm that? begging you, please, please don't play that Mariah song ever, ever. Nope. It's worse than the Cars for Kids commercial. No. <laughs> I, how dare you? No. <laughs> no, no, there. That song hey, my, one of my is one of the worst songs. One of my ever. colleagues wrote that. What, Cars he, for kids. And he never got the credit for it. They took the account from. Some, somebody's <laughs> getting royalties for that song every oh day, God. picking up the paycheck for what? <laughs> that that is that is definitely one that is. I, I always tell people, you know, make sure you listen to the radio. No, you can turn it off. Like that's just that's yeah. a difficult song to get through. Difficult. Well, but they do good right, things. Like Daniel Jones point. My Daniel Jones point, speaking of all over the place, yeah, Daniel Jones to many Giants fans is pretty much like rides at Six Flags, you know, like Nitro. He's been up, down, all around, but now, unfortunately, it's more like King Daka. I think he's reached that pinnacle, and he's about to hit that steep decline. I just, it's time to cut bait with this guy. Wow. Now, Bad Dog, Bad Dog Sports says best ability is availability, and it's the truth. If, if they don't get rid of Daniel Jones, it, it's basically the Giants are going to be like Michael up on that pole singing, you can't win, you can't break even, you can't get out of the game. I mean, seriously. It's a draft Caleb Williams hey man, and let DJ You, you, you trying to audition order. for Broadway on the low. We, you think we're just going uh, to gloss on <laughs> hey, the guys, fact you got bars? No, no, no yeah, not yeah, Broadway. Exactly. It's a movie script. Remember, I'm bringing yes. it to you. And Bart, I, I, you're going to be playing a raven. <laughs> An a raven, raven. You know, but an actual raven, though. An, I'm no, Edgar yeah, Allan Poe. You're the raven. raven. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, you know what I'm saying? Listen, I went to the Michael Jackson Thank um, you, Gary. joint, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm all for it. Got pipes. <laughs> yeah, he, he, you know, he, he was ready for it. I'll give him credit. Some he people, wore, he, they crack. He didn't crack. That, 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 he had every note of that. He warmed, he warmed up before you he know, got there. That's good. But, but still, him saying that Daniel Jones is ready for a decline, that's, uh, I think it's kind of early for that, don't you think? 
Yeah, I just think like, I'm not ready to just I, toss I, him. Like a lot of people are just like move on from if, him. He if, sucks. If, I don't know. Daniel Jones doesn't suck. If, environment matters. Environment matters. Yes. Remember, remember when being protected you know, by a line matters yeah. too. Remember Ryan Tannehill when he first left and he he had three good years in um with the Tennessee Titans. He was an MVP candidate, yep. right? When yep. he went and out apparently that career. report yesterday was bogus. Oh, well, I thought when I saw the name on the tweet, I was like, wait a second, I don't okay. recognize this name. So, yeah, that, that, that was definitely bogus. All right. All right. Well, what's not bogus is the money that you can win or at least ideas you can get to try to win yourself some money with lunch money that's coming up at 2 o'clock hour. We'll play some Bart versus, have some fun with that as well. Break down the Jets and the Bills and what we need to see from the Jets to find a way to sweep the season series from Buffalo, keep them down, and try to somehow, some way, stay in the race in the AFC. All that coming up. But first, Bart, please tell me about Sansone Auto Mall. Yeah, yeah. I've been telling you. Uh, I'm telling you, it's starting to be summertime, the end, beginning of the season. Summertime. Know, wintertime. Well, well, wintertime, right? And they're looking ready to get rid of some of those summertime last year models <laughs> as they bring in the new year models. The 2024s will be coming in. I tell you what, you want to get on the road and get a good deal, you got to go check out my guys at Sansone Auto Mall for yourself. I mean, I've been telling you guys, it's the largest auto mall in New Jersey. And it could mall. be the largest in the world. You get to choose from almost 2,000 vehicles, 10-tire brands, and a World Craig, Toyota, Nissan, Kia, Hyundai, Jeep, Mazda, and more. Get to Samsung and make your next move your best move. And when you're there, get the best deal you can get. And after all that is done and the dust is settled, you tell them, hey, Bart Scott sent me. And they're going to give you an extra $1,000 off of Bart Cash. No questions asked. Ask for... You know, tell them Bart sent you. Then go to Sansone Auto Mall, Route 1 in Woodbridge, or at SansoneAuto.com. If you can't get them there, call 1-800-SANSONE today. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. The Giants clearly made a lot of mistakes this season, but they're not the only ones. Saquon Barkley still being a Giant. You could consider that a mistake as well. Earlier this morning on DPH run Rothenberg, Rick and Dave said, Saquon probably should have requested a trade at the deadline. When they don't have him, it's a huge difference in when they do. I'm not opposed to what they've done because they played well within the rules, but they haven't treated him beautifully. I think anybody would agree with that. No, they haven't. But I think that's partly because there's no emotional attachment to Saquon Barkley for Joe Shane. He didn't draft him. If Joe Shane had drafted Saquon Barkley, in all likelihood, Saquon probably got a deal done. I wonder if in a quiet moment, Saquon Barkley regrets not asking to be traded at the deadline. Maybe. With how poorly the season has turned out. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show. And it's only here on 98.7 FM and the all-new ESPN New York app. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.